Hello, 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 and welcome back, Monsketeers, Skeleton Crew. Welcome back to another episode of Ragnarok and a Skeleton Crew Fight Club episode. You know you'll love them. Even if you don't, even if you think you don't enjoy this style of the Radnorock podcast, you're wrong. You actually do. Uh, I have it in good authority. Skeleton Crew, Monsketeers. Um, that's all we got. I thought I was trying to think if there's anything else. There's only that. There's only supporters of Leo Legacy, a.k.a. Skeleton Crew, and then supporters and, you know, people who enjoy, or not even enjoy, I guess enjoy, supporters of the podcast, Radnorock Monsketeers. So, you know, those are the two camps you can fall into here in this organization. Um, my name's Justin. I presume most of you know that. If you're watching this, you might know that. But then again, this is still kind of like, you know, punk rock and underground. So maybe you don't, maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't know who I am. And you just stumbled across this video or this podcast on your favorite platform, favorite streamer. Are podcast platforms streamers? I guess so, right? Or do you download the episode? I don't know. But anyway, I digress. If it's your first episode joining us, that's who I am. Uh, and this, this is a fight for me. I'm very tired. I'm, I'm exceptionally tired right now. And... You know, I feel like I say that often, but then I feel like I may be just tired often. I had jujitsu today, so that's working against me. Um, I definitely, yeah, man, it's, uh, we're coming right along. We're coming right along in that. And being paired up in class with, uh, you know, there are there are some folks in the class who I'm slightly ahead of, which doesn't mean a whole lot. And then there's people in the class where they're ahead of me significantly, but I'm I'm able to I'm being choked less. <laughs> I'm being able to survive more. I'm being able to, you know, defend being choked unconscious uh more often than not more more roles than than before i was tapping a lot and now i don't tap as much uh and that's that's success that's progress that's a good thing i yeah it's just you know i'm a white belt i'm learning to survive is essentially what it is i saw that somewhere or i don't know maybe somebody said it to me but it was like white belts, uh, you know, the whole the whole goal is learning to survive. And then blue belts, you 
you are are gaining like confidence in uh attacking and then purple belts is uh a realm where you you know what works for you and you're honing those skills specifically then a brown belt is you're mastering you're mastering it and you're you're becoming more well-rounded too and then you know black belt you're black belt uh i could have made half of that up but me believing i heard it somewhere is real that's honest (laughs) <laughs> the rest of it it sounded pretty cool i kind of hope somebody didn't say that to me i kind of hope that's a th- that's that's a original me thought you know because that's pretty cool i'd be proud of that if that if that was a, a me original but i don't think it is um yeah for those of uh, you on the video side of things right now I, I'm, I'm still working with the layout. I'm still working on it. I moved the mic arm on this side so you could see more of the things on this side. And then I moved the camera in so you can't see the laptop I'm looking at that I'm using as a monitor. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We're still working it out. We're still working it out. Maybe if I pulled... I, oh, yeah, I did. I tried to pull back, but the floor where I'm at is a little, it's not uneven, but there's a lip. And if I move back, part of the desk is on that lip and everything's a lot, I don't know. But I wanted you to see my mug. I'm kind of into mugs. But when I put it down, you know, it's out of frame. Even if I move it this way. This is all stuff that professionals do before they record. And then there's me. I'm not, I'm not that. Uh, you know, I haven't done an episode like this since, since we, uh, got back from our most recent Disney trip. Uh, so that's exciting. There's, there's a lot to go talk about, a lot of fun things. And, uh, I, here's an update. I'm always doing updates. But I'm ever-evolving in this, so that's a good thing, right? Um, The watch-alongs, the watch-alongs that we all know and love, uh, I'm not going to be continuing with those in the same way that I have been. I have found, knock on wood, I don't know if this is actually wood. Oh, this is. Um, Knock on wood. Uh, I found a way to do the watch-alongs the way I wanted to originally. And that is uh, just like any other cartoon commentary. I do cartoon commentaries. For those of you who don't know, you can find those at leolegacy.com, YouTube, Rumble, wherever. Like 400 classic cartoons, nearabouts, a little less. But we're getting close. So 300 plus plus. You know, like 300 plus, but it's like plus plus because we're at the tail end of the 300s. Um, it's a lot of cartoons. And uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, go watch those. But anyway, I wanted to do the same thing for um, 
movies, and I, I am, and this helps with that aspect as well. Uh, but I wanted to do the cartoon commentary specifically for like all animated things that I really like, and that includes all of the Disney animated feature films. Well, YouTube did not support that idea. YouTube didn't like that idea. Uh, <clears throat> it, you know, they're they're very they're very supportive of uh, copyright claims being submitted. You know what I mean? And to a degree, I understand. But also to a degree, I respectfully disagree because I feel like commentary falls under fair use. And that's my argument. And I use that argument in, in times when, you know, there have been other uh, claims made on whatever, you know, cartoon or what whatnot uh, they have been made on. And I use that argument and more often than not, you know, I get the, oh, okay, cool. No problem. You're right. So I don't know. But being that it's Disney, I feel like they have this, uh, you know, blind union with YouTube where they're just like, hey, here's a list of whatever. Just no matter what it is, we don't want it up. You know, that's cool. That's fair. But punk rock, you know what I mean? I'm going to find a way. I'm going to find a way to do it and I found a way to do it. So, so yeah, that's the big that's the big news. So the the watch alongs aren't entirely disappearing. Uh they've just become true commentaries. So I moved them on the website. They're under the commentaries section now. And I'm starting over because I'm not just going to pick cuz I got all the way up to Sleeping Beauty. Uh, mostly there's some gaps in there and I've, I've filled those gaps. So I found, what was it that I couldn't find? Make my music. Um, and then victory through something or other, like a world war two animated feature, uh, that Disney did. So I've, I've got those now to add to the collection that I didn't have in the watch alongs. So that's, you know, it just makes sense to start over. But anyway, I got up to Sleeping Beauty. I think 101 Dalmatians was going to be next. And when I discovered that, oh, I can, I can make it work. And then if the way I'm doing it now falls through, then I have a third, I have a backup plan. And if I'm forced to land on the backup plan, hopefully if that were ever to happen, I would have an even further measure to take but we'll you know for right now for right now it's success and and we're doing it so all that rambling being said um you you can you can now watch i'm starting over you know what i mean i said i'm starting over because it just didn't it didn't make sense to do the next watch along as a commentary and just like and a lot of the episodes too i feel like there were flaws that that now can be remedied. Um, but it just makes sense to start from the beginning with the true commentary format, just the commentary track right over the vision, like the, the film itself. You know what I mean? So it's like watching a, uh, director's commentary, but it's, but it's a me commentary. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, Snow White is already up. 
Snow White's already up. Um, I didn't really make a big deal of it. I'm, you know, I didn't want to make a an official like update or announcement or whatever until I knew until that I saw that it was in fact going to to work this way. Um, and it is. So here we are now. Instead of doing the watch alongs, you know, three, two, one, everybody hit play on go. You can just watch the movie. You can just watch the movie with the commentary at our website, leolegacy.com. Go there. There's a commentaries section. Click on that and then boom, it's right there for you. Um, or, or you can go to Rumble. Rumble is like the new uh, Wild West kind of YouTube. And, you know, people will have, I don't know, like social or political uh, (laughs) stances on the use of the platform. And I think that's super ridiculous because, I mean, there needs to be competition. YouTube can't hold the monopoly on uh, uh, video streaming. What what would you call YouTube? Because YouTube, the public, can just upload videos, and that's their whole content library for the most part. But anyway, there needs to be another YouTube to compete with YouTube, uh, and that's Rumble. So for the time being, until anything, you know... It, if or when, hopefully not when, and it stays if, they they make some changes and I'm not able to uh, po- like host the, the uh, movies there. Um, there, you can find them there, Rumble. So you everything else, you know, everything will still be on YouTube and stuff. So basically Rumble for what we are using it for. Rumble has become the place where uh, we uh, I'm posting what YouTube won't let me. <laughs> so so go check out our Rumble. Uh, subscribe. Do all those cool and fun things. And there, there will be videos exclusive to Rumble because simply YouTube won't let me post it there. And Rumble will. So it's it's fun. There's... Aside from Snow White, there is a cartoon commentary that YouTube didn't let me post, but Rumble did, and it's my favorite. It's my favorite uh, World War II propaganda cartoon that Disney produced, and it is the most uncomfortable cartoon to watch. You think that making a Nazi one was uncomfortable? Well, let me tell you, this one. This one is rough. <laughs> Actually, did I post the the uh, what was that one called? Education for Death: The Making of a Nazi. I don't think YouTube let me post that one either, and I don't know if I have it on Rumble yet. I t- I was able to post it on Twitter, but yeah, these are these are two of the most intense Disney uh, animated shorts that exist anywhere, and. The it's yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what 
like, <laughs> just go watch them. Go watch them. One's called Education for Death, The Making of a Nazi. If it's not on Rumble right it will be. You know, it might it might already be, but if it's not, I will upload that one there too. But you can find that one on my Twitter. Um, and then the other one's called Into Fuhrer's Face. And it's <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's hilarious, but it's hilariously uncomfortable. Uh, watch them. That's all I can say. They have to be experienced. I can't really, I can't really just throw it out there. But they are anti-axis, you know, propaganda cartoons by Disney. Down with the Nazis, up with America. It's exactly what you would want from propaganda. Anything from World War II, you want it as Captain America as it can feel, or at least I do. Uh, so yeah, go dig us up on Rumble, and from here forward, all the movie commentaries will be on Rumble. I don't, I don't know if I'm even gonna bother trying to put them on YouTube because it always bothers me. And so, so a lot, some of the copyright claims, um, so for for the I'm calling them cringe cinema commentaries, I'm I'm making sure that they're all public domain with those movies. But still, sometimes there will be like a, 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 you know, some sort of like horror collection jockey that like has, you know those things you find in Walmart for five bucks where it's like 50 horror movies for $5 and it's like, whoa, 50 movies, but it's all the worst of the worst movies, which in turn to me usually turn out to be some of the best of the best, but I digress. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll try to lay a copyright claim and it's like, no, 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 no. The same way you're being able to sell this, I'm able to use it. The way you're using it you know how you're free to use it. We're all free to use it because it's in public domain. So don't get mad because people will, will will be less inclined to buy your stuff because they can, they figure out they can find it elsewhere. I don't know what to say, but anyway, uh, that doesn't happen on rumble. So I'm stoked. Like, um, my, my commentary for plan nine from outer space, that's not on YouTube because one of those situations happened. You can find that on rumble. And then if you have if you if you have weird feelings about going to Rumble, which ridiculous, uh, you can get, just go to our website, leolegacy.com and slash commentaries. How about that? That's actually the URL. So that's leolegacy.com slash commentaries. You can find all the movie commentaries there, or on Rumble. There we are. Boom. I don't feel like I I breathed enough when I was going through that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This tea, dude, I'm telling you. So anyway, yes, here we are back from Disney, our latest Disney trip. And it was a good trip. It was good. It was, um, be real with you, kids were annoying. I don't know, man. Something something happens to kids on vacations, and they, they just become... Maybe it's because we're you you like as a parent you take these kids on vacation and in your mind you have like how much it all cost and how much everything is costing and like everything that went into making it happen and if if they are less than enthusiastic about anything it aggravates you or maybe it's just me but I feel like that 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 would be a common theme for a lot of parents um 
like, don't tell me you're, don't ask to watch YouTube on my phone because you're bored and we're in the middle of the Magic Kingdom. Like, that sort of thing makes me want to pull your underwear over your head. You know, like the worst wedgie imaginable and just push you down. I don't I don't do that to my kids. I give them wedgies <laughs> every now and then, but I'm not over the head. I'm not I'm not cruel. I'm not a monster. Um but yeah, but that's to be expected. I mean they were fine. When it comes to that, you 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 always set up for like a certain degree of of um extraordinary child annoyances. Uh so when you when you go into it already with that in your mind, you know, it 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 softens the blow. But all in all, um the two littles were great. Maverick and Rody were like saintly, which is which is wild because you think like the younger of the kids would would be the more um challenging, but no, Maverick's always been a solid park goer. Uh he went to the parks for the first time when he was three months old, just like Rody. And from that first trip on, man, he's he's always been a champion. Like, sure he'll have his his moments, but like, what what kid doesn't? Uh, Rody didn't. Rody, man, he uh, he he just rocked it. He was a champion all the way through and through. He never cried, nothing. And uh, for those of there, there are people out there who are like, why do you even take kids that young? They're not going to remember it. It's like, okay, but I am. I'm going to remember it. Am I not allowed to 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 want to build magical memories with my kids? Like, they got to be fully able to retain the the memory too. We're gonna go again in times where they can remember. But <laughs> like, I take video of everything. So though they won't remember, Maverick and Rody are gonna get to watch videos and like, oh, look at us as babies in Disney World. Like that's rad. Because I'm rad. I'm a rad dad. <laughs> I hope I, <laughs> I hope it made all of you as sick as that made me to say. <laughs> I hope you, I hope it was as sickening for you to hear as it was for me to say. <laughs> that was that was rough. That was terrible. Uh, um yeah. So we uh we did three parks. We did Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot in that order. Uh, I got to work on this framing for the video aspect of this. Last episode, last episode of Fight Club, I really, I really, I liked it. I liked how it was laid out. I liked how it was set up. But again, I said I'm tired. So setting this up and, and doing, this has been like, from my point of view, this is the best setup I've done aesthetically for me like everything I need is easily accessible it's all good um I think I'm just gonna have to like pull the table back and just not even worry not even worry about that lip oh but see then I got the monitor or the laptop coming into frame we're gonna figure it out we're gonna figure it out but for now oh look at this cord now is that cord always there could you always see that you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, 
What was I going to say? What was I saying? Oh, yeah, we did Epcot last. So we did, in that order, we did Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, Epcot. Hollywood Studios, and for those of you, I'm going I'm to commit to doing this. I know I said this last episode where I was going to, like, add something in and I never did. I'm going to do it this time, though. Like, I'm... I'm into it. Oh, and back back to the the commentaries for the Disney films. I'm still going to release the audio as a podcast as well. For if you if you subscribe to the, you know, the the podcast feed, uh you you've seen that. You saw Snow White commentary pop up and I wonder how many people were like, "Wait a minute, what?" or if anybody cared that much. But uh you can still you can still utilize the audio as a watch along. I'm just not going to do the three, two, one go thing anymore because I'm providing you an outlet to go watch it. So if you're wanting to do it as a watch along, cool, it will work the same way. You're just going to have to be responsible for doing like your own syncing and shouldn't be extraordinarily difficult, but if you want to save the effort, just go to our website, go to our website. It's right there for you. Super easy. Super duper easy. Uh, okay, so I digress. Um, I'm, yeah, what I was going to say was I, I'll add in, like I said, I, I video everything. I'm really into like capturing family moments. And then people could argue, well, why don't you just live in the moment and say, take it in? I can do both. Like I got, I got this... Where's my backpack? It's over there. I'm not gonna go get it. I got a I got a handheld gimbal. You know, it's like a little like handheld steady cam kind of thing, and then I can like also move like uh, pan and tilt and all those kind of things. Um which is really cool. So I'm able to wear a baby, have that in my hand, and look around while knowing that my my uh phone is running video at the same like I got it I got it I'm not missing out on anything um so yeah I got I just got a bunch of footage and I always use the footage for vlogentaries and I'm going to but I'm also going to throw in into the into the video version of this episode so if you want to see there's fun visuals and this episode this you can find on YouTube still you can also find it on Rumble and our website but if you're a YouTube devotee, you can find it there. And I recommend it because there'll be some fun things that I don't, that aren't included in the uh, podcast only like version of this. I'm trying harder. I'm trying harder. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do things that are more entertaining. And also the commentaries, again, going back to that because I just want to make sure everything's in line. Um, the retros, I tried to do retrospectives that went along with every watch along, and I'm still going to kind of do that too, where instead of just reading, basically just reading Wikipedia, like just re, like making an audio book of Wikipedia for you, I think I'm just going to keep it more freeform, and they will be more, there'll be Skeleton Crew Fight Club episodes, I believe, um, or their retrospectives, because it's still a dive into things. Might still, I might still call them retrospectives. They'll just be less, uh, you know, regurgitation and more, more like this kind of. 
Know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, there we go. There we go. And maybe the vlog interiors too. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Just let, let, just go with it. Go with the flow. You might see some things that you go like, huh, that's new. And yeah, you're right. It'll, it, you'll, you're you're going to be right. But that's kind of how I've always done things. I just kind of always just do things. And So far, the cartoon commentaries have been the thing to stick the longest and stick the most. So I'm just going to keep following my nose with things like that. Like, oh, okay, this is a good idea. <laughs> and I think the movie commentaries are a, are going to be great as well. I just needed to find a place to where I could post them because YouTube yeah, would, would get annoying about it. Uh, anyhow, yeah, so we started our trip uh, at Hollywood Studios, which some hot takes, folks, some hot takes here. I'm going to say Hollywood Studios. Okay, look, if you have not been to Disney World and you're like, hey, you go fairly frequently, what would you? What parks would you recommend? And here's my park order, okay? Um, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and then Animal Kingdom. Now, I've only done Animal Kingdom once, but I feel like that's all I needed to do was Animal Kingdom once. From what I could gather, it's a big zoo with a handful of rides. They got the Avatar area, which, I mean, is cool if you like Avatar. I don't like or dislike Avatar. I feel nothing about it. Uh, it was cool to see, though, like the rides they had. But once I saw them, it's like, okay. It, it's not like Rise of the Resistance where I want to ride that every time. Uh, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge every time. Uh, yeah, so that's why... Hollywood Studios outranks Animal Kingdom, but but also there's a piece of me, there's a piece of me that wants to put Epcot in front of Magic Kingdom, and I know that's a wild thing to say, but I grew up going to Disneyland, and Magic Kingdom is basically just East Coast Disneyland, but it it lacks it lacks uh there's a warmth to Disneyland. There, there's a certain amount of heart to Disneyland that, that magic kingdom just doesn't replicate. Uh, I don't think it, it's something that can be replicated. It's very, I don't know, man, if you're, if you're a Disney park goer, I think, I think, you might agree with me or at least understand what I'm saying. There's a certain feel to both. There's a feel to every Disney park, but magic King, like Disneyland and magic kingdom are kind of like a copy. Magic kingdom is a copy of Disneyland basically. Um, yeah, but it's just like, it feels like a copy. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't feel like the original. Now, if you've never experienced the original, then, you know, then you don't know anything else and it's great. But having experience, like growing up with Disney, and my wife says the same thing though too. She grew up going to Disney World, you know. So Magic Kingdom was to her, or is to her, what Disneyland is to me. But even she can acknowledge like there's a feel to Disneyland that is very uniquely Disneyland that 
it makes it, it that alone makes it different. It has a smaller castle. The park itself is more like smushed together, and but that's to its benefit, I think. Um, and then and then growing up on the West Coast and looking out to Disney World, uh, Epcot was always the the uh, Disney World icon to me. Like, that was always the, you know, it's like, you think Disneyland, like, they got the castle for the logo. Well, Spaceship Earth, the Epcot ball, that that was always the iconic logo of Disney World to me. It was like, oh, that's different. We don't have one of those here. Um, so when I think Disney World, I immediately think Epcot before anything else. And, uh, honestly, when I was a kid before, before I really knew much of anything, like before the internet, you know what I mean? To where the idea of Disney world were, were, was like only, I knew of Disney world and the only glimpses I would get of Disney world where it was like, if they did something on, uh, Disney channel or like travel channel or like way back in the earlier 90s on TGIF where they they would have like all the shows on TGIF Boy Meets World Full House Family Matters everyone would be at Disney World all the shows were shot at Disney World for that Friday night uh, but that would be my only my only like glimpses or um you know that's all I got that's all I had to go off of so uh, the thing that stood out to me was Spaceship Earth because, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know there was a castle. I always thought, like, you know, we have a castle in Disneyland and then Disney World's got that ball thing, that giant golf ball-looking thing. And I was wrong. There's more to it. <laughs> so um, we went, and we usually kind of, I feel like the last at least definitely the last two times, but maybe even no, the last two times I think was it the last two times that we've gone down to Disney world. We've gone with, uh, Marissa's cousin, Carrie and her kids. Uh, we did that this time as well. So we did all three parks with them. It was a good time. It's, I like, I like a good size group. You know what I mean? Like it was three adults and then, uh, six, kids I think yeah because she has two we have four that's math that's six six kids wow like saying it out loud is a lot a lot more uh daunting than actually like doing it uh but yeah anyway you see you can tell how tired I am by how many uhs I'm giving you and I'm giving you quite a few uh, <laughs> there we go again. So we started off at Hollywood studios, pretty rad, got to explore. I've never actually fully got, I've never actually like really gotten to explore Hollywood, uh, galaxy's edge, star Wars land. Um, and I got to this time and this is where like rider swap, if you got littles, they can't go on rides or certain rides you and your partner flip-flop you know one waits in line does the ride then you flip and the parent that sat with the kids gets to go on the ride so we were doing that 
Um, the, uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. And, and we mixed them with like lightning lanes and stuff like that. Genie plus and all that. So my wife's a wizard with all those things. If you got, if you got Disney travel plans, she, she'll be happy to, to provide you with tips and suggestions. Let me, let me tell you, she's a, uh, you know, master at this thing. Um, but yeah, so doing that, this was a time where I wasn't on a ride and I actually think my wife was with me when we were doing this. Um, we were together doing this because the way we didn't have to, I don't know if we had to ride or swap that time around or if we just use a light. I don't know. For some reason, she and I got to actually ride a number of rides together without a child. Um, and that was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, we did do a rider swap because somebody had to, so she and I sat out and then we would ride together and then Carrie would sit with the babies and the other kids. So she would take all the kids on the ride with her, come back and then we would go on the ride. And that happened a couple times, but this is one of those times where it did happen. We, we got to actually walk around Batu and, and sightsee. And I, I previously hadn't gotten to do that. We would go down, we would go there, we would ride the rides in that area, um, get something to eat and, you know, move on to the next section of the park. Well, doing the rider swap thing, you know, waiting for half our group to finish their time on the ride, we got to walk around and, um, it was very, it was nice. It was nice to be able to like soak it all in, take it all in and not have to, you know, constantly wonder what a, a kid is doing or, you know, like dad, 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 or I'm hungry or I got to go to the bathroom or, you know what I mean? Just like there were, there were no distractions. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we also ate breakfast over in galaxy's edge well we didn't eat it there we got breakfast in galaxy's edge and then we sat somewhere else because some of us wanted galaxy's edge food some of our group wanted wherever we it was like it was the abc the commissary that's where we went we took food from a galaxy far far away to the ABC commissary, <laughs> commissary, 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 commissary. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyhow, um, and then from there, no, I'm not gonna break down the whole thing, but it was cool. Yeah, we got to do Toy Story and North Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land is cool, but very. Uh, it feels small. I mean, there's quite a bit to it, and I, I guess it's really the same size as anywhere else, any other land, but for whatever reason, like, ah, get it small, too. It feels small. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. But anyhow, because um, they really only have, like, what they got. They got the, the Woody's Roundup, like, arcade game kind of ride. And they got the Slinky Dog roller coaster, and then the the Alien Saucer Spinner. So there's only like three things to do over there, huh? 
But then you can argue that Galaxy's Edge just has the Millennium Falcon ride and Rise of the Resistance, so there's only two things to do. And see, this is really what it's coming down to with my statement of Hollywood Studios, like, is definitely you can do a whole day at Hollywood Studios, but... I don't know, man. There's just something about Hollywood Studio. Uh, there's there's plenty to do when I when you stop to think about it. Tower of Terror, they got Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, a bunch of shows. So maybe it's just not my speed. I think that's what it comes down to. I'm not I'm not as wowed by it. I guess uh, it feels like California Adventure in Disneyland, and I have the same feelings about California Adventure. Disneyland, where it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a thing. This is cool. All right. Anyway, I have more fun elsewhere. But it was cool. All in all, it was cool. Uh, you know what was really, really cool? And I don't know why. Oh, this popped into my head because I was thinking Disney California Adventure has a gas station like themed store kind of thing where they sell Oswald the lucky rabbit stuff it's not as exciting as it sounds but it but it's there it exists well right now with the hundred years of disney uh they have like collections coming out from every decade of the hundred years of disney and the very first decade is the 1920s um and that's oswald the lucky rabbit that's his time to shine so there was a really fun amount of things. Like there's a lot of stuff, a lot of Oswald branded stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm sinking in regret right now because I wanted to get like the Mickey ears. I wanted to, they have Oswald ears and I wanted to get Oswald ears and I didn't get Oswald ears and I have to go back now to get the ears and I hope they have them the next time we go. Oh, man. But there's so much Oswald stuff. And when I said I was going to put, like, clips or, like, things into the video version of this that won't, you're not, you're going to miss out on, on the audio. Well, this is one of them. This, here's some of that stuff. It's Oswald stuff. Um, what, and that was really cool. Uh, but I am feeling an enormous amount of regret not, not picking at least one Oswald-centric thing up but you know what two of the things in from that like like the oswald stuff my wife already got me she got me an oswald shirt and a stuffed oswald playing a banjo which i want to bring down here and incorporate into the, the set over here and i will i just forgot to grab them before doing this and the babies are asleep it's in my room anyway uh second day or second park was magic kingdom and magic kingdom is always it's always magic kingdom it was a good time oh 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 and and maverick not not to not to get ahead of myself maverick we we were real so maverick's two there's not a whole bunch he's able to do um at the parks depending on the park at hollywood studios there's really not a lot that he can do but he is a giant Monsters, Inc. fan. And uh, we took him to meet Sully. And it was weird because 
so he had fallen asleep in the line to meet Sully. And I was like, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to wait in line. And then he, he's, he's asleep. Like, uh, so I broke, I broke his nap to wake him up so we could meet Sully. And he was like very awkward and shy. Like would, <laughs> he acknowledged Sully, but then from there he just kind of like got real, just real, a smiley kind of shy. You know what I mean? And we were like, ah, you know, it, it's, he, and he's never that way with anybody, but for whatever reason he was with Sully and we thought it was just because he had been woken up from a nap, but no, it turns out when it comes to Disney, like characters at the parks, Maverick is the shyest dude ever. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of it's really just like heartwarming to see because <laughs> he gets so starstruck. It's starstruck. I think is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that was the thing. Uh, I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but magic kingdom was cool. It was very, we got to ride Tron. Tron was rad. Very, very, very short ride, but a cool experience. Nonetheless, a lot of the experience for that ride comes like it, it's the lead up to the actual ride itself. Disney World in general is really good about making uh, line cues interesting, like not not horrible to wait in. I mean, yeah, some of them, like you're waiting out in the heat and it's you know, it's just kind of like, and then waiting in line is always waiting in line. But they made, they've made the waiting in line experience as... Um, as immersive and you know, it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't kill the magic having to wait in a line at Disney world, Disneyland. Some of the line cues are just kind of like, you know, you're just outside standing in line, but it's Cal Southern California. The weather's always phenomenal. You don't necessarily want to do that in central Florida. Cause you know, it's just it's, ugh, the heat. So they, they, they do, they do a lot with their line cues to like help shade you or provide air conditioning where they can. And, it, and you know, it's not just going to be some drab surroundings. Like they really, they gussy it up to put you, to keep you in the magic. And it, anyway, I trailed off. I'm very tired today. <laughs> uh, what, what, where was I going with that magic kingdom? We did, we did the the standards, Carousel of Progress, People Mover. Like I said, we did Tron. Tron was cool. Uh, Tron was, like I said, very short. Very, it's like a sixty second ride, but it's a very fast ride, uh, and it's. I think it's it's. If a kid is tall enough to go on it, Bane Bane happens to be kind of uh, a nervous kid when it comes to going on rides. And I was the same way at his age, too, so I don't blame him at all. And I understand the anxiety that comes with, like, the, the anticipation of going on a ride. Um, a lot of times can, like, the excitement can start, 
bleeding into like an anxiety and that's how I am able to process it and describe it as an adult for him. I also remember how that felt not really being able to, uh, you know, break down what he's feeling. Like he's not going to be able to break it down the same way as I, an adult is, but I know what he's feeling cause I'd been there. Um, so I don't try to push him on a ride that he's uncomfortable with. Uh, but if I've gone on the ride and I have an understanding of the kind of rides he likes, I will push a little bit harder than, you know, I gauge it. I gauge like guardians of the galaxy. He was very uncomfortable with the idea of going on guardians of the galaxy, but he ended up doing it and ended up loving it. And I encouraged it. I didn't let him not ride that ride. Uh, I would have, if he like, panicked about it but he was he was nervous enough to like brave it out and because of how much he loves like space mountain i knew he was going to love guardians so i i definitely coaxed him on that and it paid off um not having been on tron before i didn't do that with Bane, I just was like, you don't want to go? That's totally cool, man. You don't have to go. Um, but now, after having gone on it, I think the next time we go, I'm going to be a little more encouraging of like, no, dude, you will like this. It's less extreme, I would say, than... It's less extreme than Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot. I would put it even less extreme than Space Mountain, to be honest with you. It's such a short ride. But, so Space Mountain is just like fast in the dark. Tron is fast with visuals, and it's a very unique riding setup because you're like, you're on one of the Tron bikes. That's how you're sitting on the ride. You're not sitting down with the lap bar sort of thing. You're you're on it, and it's like it comes down on your back a little bit, and it locks you in in a weird way where... If you had like some claustrophobia issues, I could see that kind of like tweaking you out a little bit, but get through it, get through it. It's, it's worth the, it's worth the, the momentary thrill. Uh, what else did we do? Did the standards Dumbo pirates, uh, big thunder, you know, jungle cruise, the staples and, all in all, it was a good day. Magic Kingdom turned out to be a pretty pretty good day. We got on, on pretty much all everything we wanted to go on. Seven Doors Mine, Train, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. It was a, it was a successful day. Uh, I don't know if we did a whole bunch of character meetings that day. I don't think we did. And then one of the days we did a character dining breakfast at Cape May. Maybe, I think. I don't know. It was breakfast. It was a beach-themed. So, you know, the characters would come out in their, like, beach attire. Uh, And it would have been cool if it was seafood, but it was breakfast. And buffet style. So a breakfast buffet 
I can get behind because I'll just get a bunch of bacon. <laughs> like, I just get a. I I I, I hyper focus on the things that like. You know, I'm not a big breakfast guy. I'm not. I'm not going in for the waffles, or the pancakes, or anything like that. But those breakfast proteins, scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, like, and being able to go back a few times that was that was rad. Uh, good times. I mean, I'm always down to do the character dining thing. That's more of a uh, my wife thing. She's she's the the character meet and greet fan, and I I I'm cool with it. I like I like it enough to to do it, and I, I more so like to see how excited she gets and how excited the kids get, and I do get lost in it. You know what I mean? Like I get that it's a person in a costume. But at the same time, I'm I'm able to to uh, what's what's that phrase? Um, suspend disbelief. Is that it? I'm able to suspend disbelief and be like, yeah, it is goofy. You know, and and it was weird though for the breakfast thing because the characters were Minnie, Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. I was like, bro, where's Where's Mickey? I don't know if Pluto was there too, actually, and I'll come to think of it, but all in all, it was cool. And then our last day, or last park day, was, I mean, really kind of my favorite. Just It's Epcot. Oh, 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 and Magic Kingdom. We found a really prime location for the fireworks. Like, if you want to watch the fireworks but you don't want to stand in that like suffocating crowd in front of the castle if you're they do really cool projections and stuff on the castle which are fun to see and it does add to the show but if you just want like just a a real kind of like peaceful vibe and you just want to watch the fire you still hear the music uh just as loudly as you would anywhere else uh or if you were standing in front of the castle but where we were, it was just us, just our group. We were right like on on the water. I think it's Rivers of America. Is that what it's called? Or is it Disneyland's? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. It was right there on Rivers of America. I think that's a really do think that's what it is. And we had the uh, the steamboat in front of us, and like right behind the steamboat, the fireworks are going off and the reflection off the wall you'll see you'll see if, if you're watching the video version of this podcast you'll see what i'm talking about <clears throat> so i th- i vote we watch the fireworks over there all the time but the misses like seeing the projections on the castle so i don't know but that was like the most ideal spot for fireworks viewing in my opinion uh, and then, yeah, so back we went to Epcot, we did the whole shebang. Uh, it was Flower and Garden Festival, and you know me. I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good topiary. I mean, I, I can't, I can't pretend I'm not. Uh, so Flower and Garden Festival, topiaries galore, but I, we, we, I didn't, I didn't get to like peruse in a way I wanted to. Uh, we went for Flower and Garden last year, and we had a smaller group. We only went, it was 
my wife, myself, and Maverick. So it was just the three of us. So we really got to take our time and soak it all in. In a group of however many, nine, uh, it was a lot, it was was more challenging. (laughs) There wasn't a lot of like pacing ourselves and uh, sightseeing. It was like ride to ride to ride to ride to ride, which is all well and good and fun with, you know, there's no denying that's fun. But this is one of those times where it's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in, in a, a casual stroll through the park than being on a, a consistent mission throughout the whole thing. And now there are some people out there who would argue that Epcot is a half day park. And to those, I say, you don't know how to Epcot then. Sorry, it's a real thing. There's so much to do there. There's so much to do there. And honestly, it closes, I feel like, earlier than some of the other parks. Magic Kingdom, for sure. And I feel that. You know what I, I, I feel? I feel the, the, uh, the shorter hours. Because thinking back on it, there were... There were still a couple rides we didn't end up doing. And we didn't we wanted to do some double go arounds on a couple rides and we didn't we didn't get to do that either because we ran out of time. Uh, but we did get to do uh Ratatouille, which is the newest ride there, and that was a lot of fun. Uh we got to do Guardians, like I said. We got to do Frozen for uh Maverick and Bane they Maverick is a giant Frozen fan or he was he has he doesn't really care to watch the movies re- like recently but he still got really hyped seeing like oh my god this was Maverick's first trip to where he was like really kind of looking around and really taking it all in like this is this is like I recognize these characters and this is a very wow kind of experience prior to like even just the the trip we took last summer like I th- I would say he definitely still had a good time but he wasn't as uh you know just taken aback by all all that was around him um so that was really cool that was a really cool experience to have with him um yeah so all in all man it was a pretty good trip definitely we'll be going into like much much more detail in our vlogentaries so if nothing else all of this hopefully all of this he inspired you to be like, well, okay. I kind of, it was, it was, it was mildly entertaining hearing him recount, uh, their recent Disney trip. Well, maybe, maybe I'll go and, and, you know, live a little vicariously through their experience. Maybe you're in a, in a place where making it to a Disney park isn't super accessible to. Now it's not like, the easiest thing for us it's a you know it's a solid day's drive but it's you know we're diehards 
we're we're into it. Even our kids, our kids champion through that like long car ride to to do the thing. You know, we're raising them right. Um, so yeah, for for more and like uh, more more of a uh, I don't. What am I trying to say? My brain is fried, dude. Like I, I I don't know what to tell you. It's just it's just a tired time in life right now, but I'm I'm making it through. Um, what was I gonna say? You know what? Forget it. Go watch the vlog and Terry's. You'll enjoy it. I promise you'll enjoy it. Uh, I've got some cool ideas to expand and build upon. Uh, vlog and Terry's commentaries, watch-alongs are now commentaries. Um, and still really committed to making like Fight Club the video element of Radnorock podcast wise. But I also can do the the retrospectives. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what to do with all of that. I like having the segmented uh, episode types for the podcast, which ultimately would come down to Fight Club, retrospectives and introspectives, which, you know, is cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all, it's all ever evolving and ever growing. So, yeah, this is really just a big um, pitch to to get you guys watching the vlog and terrace. Well, the next time we meet in this way, uh, I'll be doing some some sort of deep dive into into Snow White to go along with the commentary available now at leolegacy.com or on Rumble. Uh, scope Rumble out. It's not really, I'm not advertising for them for any other reason than we have videos available on Rumble that we don't have available on YouTube. So there is extra content there for you. Uh, that's where I'll be posting all the movie commentaries. So for maybe just for that reason alone, have have it in your search history. At the very least. Um, Skeleton Crew. Skeleton Crew is always, always ever-evolving as well. Uh, scope it out. The best way for you to support what we are doing here is to, well, of course, you know, absorb as much of the content as you can everywhere with, and then like, share, subscribe, comment, do all those things. But in a more, uh, monetar monetarily option of supporting, I don't know, dude, fried, I'm telling you, fried. I, uh, <laughs> We I don't do subscription things. I know like the hot the hot thing to do is like Patreon and whatever. And I just like I'm don't I don't like middlemen. I don't like people, you know I'm direct to consumer, basically. Uh I don't I don't like middlemen. You know what I mean? So I don't think I'll ever do uh if I ever do do like subscription um based content like paywall content it'll be directly on leolegacy.com 
I'll find a way to keep everything in house there and not go through like a Patreon or whatever. You know what I mean? It just seems, there seems something, it makes me uneasy. So currently, uh, the best way to do yourself, do something, do something nice for you, you know, spoil, splurge, spoil yourself, uh, and, and pick up something from our skeleton crew store, leolegacy.com slash shop. Um, it's skeleton crew is our lifestyle brand and it's mostly streetwear, athletic wear, maybe. For some stuff, it's really just kind of stuff I want to wear, and I, I make it available to to my friends, you, all of you out there. <laughs> and when I say athletic wear, mostly I mean uh, because I do Brazil, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I I and you, I wear I wear rash guards. You know when I when I go roll, well. I I wanted my own rash guard. <laughs> I wanted a skeleton crew rash guard, so damn it, I made a skeleton crew rash guard. And you can get those at leolegacy.com in our Fight Club collection. Ooh, I should put collection at the end of that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds better, Fight Club collection. Anyhow, that's behind-the-scenes stuff. But anyway, but yeah, like I said, do yourself, treat your treat yourself. And go pick something up from our Skeleton Crew store. Show your uh, devotion to the cause, to the crew. And, yeah. I, I think I want to get into making some pieces like limited series kind of things. Like, I always have the staples. I have I have staples. I have staple characters, staple logos, staple fonts, staple whatever. Um, and I think I'm, I'm just, I'm going to get into like the, uh, um, like a collector's kind of realm. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to make, I, I, I grew up collecting comics and I, I was really into the whole like collectibles thing. So I want to find a way to produce, uh, legacy collectibles, like be trading car, or like beyond like shirts and apparel pieces of apparel that could also be you know uh limited runs and stuff like that but i definitely want to find a way to produce you know just not not to say that they would ever be worth anything anytime ever but just like the the fun of it the fun of of collectibles you know what i mean so the gears are always turning uh i I'm always learning, <laughs> and I hope you do show your support by shopping Skeleton Crew at leolegacy.com slash shop, or in one of the many free options that's, you know, following us on social media, which I have made very easy, because everything is Leo Legacy, L-E-A-L, is this the right one? There you go, L E. A L. I need to get those touched up. Um, Leo Legacy at Leo Legacy, or for whatever reason you you would prefer to to follow Skeleton Crew, which it's it's spoiler alert the same the same source of content. Um, but you can find everything, or you know what, follow both, support both Skeleton Crew 
FC everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebooks, YouTube, maybe. Uh, Skeleton Crew FC for Skeleton Crew Fight Club. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there we are. I'm going to say we did it. I'm going to say we did it just because I'm I'm burnt. I'm tired. I didn't even go through all my tea. Maybe that is part of the problem. Hmm. But anyway, I am. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so <laughs> follow us on social media, like, comment, subscribe, do all that. And if you don't feel like doing all that, or if you have done all that, well, you know what? Another way to consistently show some support is by being a friend and telling a friend. And I thank you for exactly that, for being a friend and telling a friend. I will catch you on the next time. I will catch you on the next time. That's what I said. That's, that means it, that's, that means I'm done. I'm done. Like Daniel Day-Lewis at the end of There Will Be Blood. I'm finished. That's what he said. After he beats the priest with a bowling pin. That was a good movie. Oh, movies. I, I'm caught up in the MCU. I'll talk about this next time. I'm caught up in the MCU and I'm just... It's... Yeah, I'm... We'll talk about it later. Anyway, until next time.